everyone, this is Victor from Cyborg for Life, and I want to welcome you to episode 111 of Limb Lengthening Live, where the patients interview the guests. And today, we're going to talk some limb lengthening. Uh, I don't have any guests. They didn't respond in time. So yeah, we're just going to do a live Q&A and uh, maybe talk some current events in the limb, limb lengthening world. Um, all right, so let's see what is happening. Um, <clears throat> so actually, as of yesterday, I got word or an email from Dr. Paley. He said that he has... He, he did like a press release or something that um, he's going to be implanting the first Precise Max nail uh, next Monday on the 20, I think it's the 26th. So that's pretty exciting. You guys have been begging about this weight bearing nail from Nuvasiv for a long time, and it is finally here. Uh, so that's exciting for a lot of patients for, you know, stature length, and you can pretty much walk right away. Uh, sorry, <laughs> don't want to say that publicly because we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> but, you know, if the nail design is as they say, it should hold up that you should be able to pretty much weight bear right away. And that's going to change the game for a lot of stature lengthening patients. Because if you think about it, like, you know, if you can start walking right away, you can keep those muscles active and, you know, probably don't have such a long recovery after your bone heals. So it's going to be really exciting. Um, but let's see. And then, yeah, somebody was messaging me. I haven't done live streams in a few weeks, but about the forum being down again, the limb lengthening forum. And I think it's still down. I checked yesterday. Let me just check here. Limb lengthening forum. Yeah, it's it's still it's still down. It says, sorry that didn't work. Please try again or come back later. A 503 error. So I'm no tech guy, but I think that is another uh issue. But um yeah, so I I got an email from a guy who <clears throat> said he put up an, a makeshift limb lengthening forum. So I'm gonna check it out a little later in the, the stream here if you guys wanna visit that. I know we did this before. It's like a limb lengthening forum.io. Now this is a different one, but it's a way you guys can chat. But we also have our discord, which I have a link in the description if you guys want to visit and um, chat with other patients. And uh, it's all patients. So it's really cool. All right. Let's see what is happening in the world of limb lengthening. We got Benjamin Minoza, my MVP. What's up, man? How are you? Uh, TLCGP. I'm going to just call you that because I can't say your whole time lapse car guy, Bruno. What's up? BTC needs the <laughs> Is that Bitcoin? <laughs> uh, JR Vate. I think I've seen you in the, the Discord. What's up, man? How are you? Somebody is texting me. <laughs> He's funny. Um, it's a patient who's getting the uh, the new nail on Monday. He's actually getting the surgery and he's he's texting me right now. He's really excited. Uh, yeah, it's been a while, Ben. No, it's been two weeks. <clears throat> Just got, like I said, busy. And uh, every like four episodes, I usually may take a break. It depends on what's happening. But Dr. Pilly did say that he, you know, after he implants the first nail next week or first few nails, because he has a few cases, actually quite a few cases, uh, he's probably going to come on for another live stream really soon to kind of talk about his experience with the new Precise Max and like how the patient, you know, First of all, like what it's like putting it in is it the same as the pre precise 2.2. And then like, how is the patient, you know, tolerating it? Like, are they able to get up right away and walk like they did with the stride? So it's going to be exciting to see what happens. So I want to see what happens with that as well. Uh, we have a patient here. What's up, Socrates? My man, the guy who always saves the day, hey, hey. And, you know, prevents me from being on here solo. How you been, man? Good, good. Actually, on that note, I heard. Uh, the Italians have a phrase that is just absolutely beautiful. I learned today it's called better alone than in bad company. And I was like, 
that is that is the factest fact I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I like that. I'm half Italian, so I got to learn that one. Really, no, I'm in good company today because we yeah. have Socrates, guys. This guy is a bilateral femur lengthening patient, um, and he's going to give us an update because last time he was on, he was at two centimeters, but today he is at what? Oh, no, you were at three point seven. I'm sorry, three point seven. Yeah. Now so you're at what? I'm at four point nine five. So it's Ooh. actually five. But Jeez. we didn't have a little bit of a complication on the left leg where my, uh, I think it's uh, pronounced a uh, saphenous, ver um, saphenous nerve really oh, started. Saphenous nerve, yeah. Saphenous nerve, yeah. It, it really started burning. Okay. Like my entire front of my left shin just felt like it was on fire Jeez. randomly for like 10 or 15 minutes. So we did the accordion, you know, pulled back three millimeters and then slowed way down to half a millimeter mm -hmm. for a week. And the pain is gone. And really? it's just the most beautiful thing ever. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to say I would probably be at 5.5 um, if we had kept going at one millimeter. But you got to respect your body in this process. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Those nerves, they get irritated really easily, you know, if you're distracting, especially at like one millimeter per day, it's really easy to get, you know, the saphenous nerve, I think I've, that's what a lot of people do get that sensation and irritation there and sometimes the sciatic, you know, um, which is yeah. not brand show. Um, cool, man. And then what is, if I, if I was to have continued going at one millimeter a day with no complications, I would have been done by the middle of March. Okay. Now at this rate, I don't think I'll go back to one millimeter a day consistently. Yeah. Probably I'll stay at the 0.5 to 0.75. Um, so I'm probably looking at the middle of April to finish lengthening. Okay. Um, and I'm fine with that because, yeah. you know, it, it takes what it takes. We want <laughs> good quality lengthening and not some, be it, this is not, you know, uh, it's not a rush, right? It's not yeah. a sprint, it's a marathon. So Absolutely. And and you want that good quality bone, which, you know, go too fast and you end up with a delayed, you know, consolidation. And a lot of people, I've seen these delayed unions all over the, the world, but, you know, it's it's less common when you slow it down and just play the the uh, the quality game there. But um, that's awesome, man. Very cool. Yeah. Socrates, 4.9, uh, so two inches. Have it's, you stu uh, stood up with your walker? Yeah, I have my walker on the highest length now, and okay. it feels the same. So it's yeah. like, look at me, I'm taller. Right. And I was <laughs> I was five seven for three weeks and now I'm five eight and it's just like look at that. Dude, that was me in the past yeah. and I'm just growing like a beanstalk. <laughs> you know, that's you know, I had I had this I had a few consultations last week and um <clears throat> I think it's really hard for the prospective patient, the person who hasn't gone through limb lengthening to really understand that their life will never be the same. Like you're never gonna be your old height again. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's it's so powerful because like a lot of people you've built this identity your your entire life around your current height and then within weeks with a couple months you are now going up tiers of like yeah. in terms of stature and that's going to be a a learning experience for the person the patient but also for people around you so um have you noticed anything oh well, obviously you're you're just you're still lengthening you're, you're just kind of yeah. but so like, people people are treating me differently because i look like i need help right i'm always no. <laughs> and everything so and people are like are you gonna be okay and i'm like yes absolutely <laughs> um it's fine uh, but like, so I was talking to one girl and she asked me how tall I was and I kind of felt some kind of way about that. I told her, um, that I am, uh, you know, five, nine, right. Cause that's the height I'm shooting for. And I'm still, I'm comfortable telling people that, but then I thought about it and I was like, what if I had said I was five, six, how would you have felt? She would be like, no, that would have been too short. And I was like, block, I don't need you wow. in my life. The, the blatant heightism is, is very offensive. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I know it's part of life, but it's just like, I don't have to deal with it anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? You're, you're bringing up a really good point because a lot of patients, stature patients who have gotten this done that have gone, let's say from five, six to five, nine or five, seven to five, 10, or even five, nine to six foot who have dealt with heightism or like, you know, height discrimination at one point in their life. And then, you know, they ask a girl like, say, Hey, you know, would you date a guy who was such and such height, like their previous height, right? And then the girl says, no, I wouldn't do it. They, they completely are turned off and they just, Absolutely. you know, do away with her. They put her in the trash. Cause basically they're like, Oh, if you didn't accept me back, like what I was back then, like, yep. I don't want you. And it's almost like a test that they're using to kind of like, you know, see how shallow some people are. So I think it's really powerful, yeah. you know, because it, yeah, it's almost more <clears throat> pronounced than like, so I was a fat kid. Right. So now if, if I see someone criticizing someone who's overweight, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's like viscerally offensive. Cause yeah. like, Hey, that was me you know, respect, social respect. Okay. He's going through yeah. what he's going through or she's going through what she's going through, like leave them be or help them out, but don't just get on them. Right. Um, and you know, losing weight, losing fat is like orders of magnitude more mm -hmm. straightforward than, than gaining height. Right. Yeah. It's a much more straightforward, um, process. It's not, there's obviously no shame at all. In fact, there's the exact opposite of shame, 100%. um, involved in losing fat. So, if if I have anyone who's like getting on someone for being fat, that's very offensive. But getting on someone for being below average height is even more offensive. Yeah, especially because, like, now I'm starting to get the whole, oh, you see that short guy? Look at him. We should laugh. And it's just like, hey, that was me. Like two months. Yeah. Ago. Shut your yeah. goddamn mouth. Absolutely. 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 And, you know, there's certain things like, let's say if you're watching like a late night comedy show and they make like a short joke and it's like generally funny, it's one thing. But like when somebody's like actually discriminated against somebody like and it's in an ill fun, I completely agree with you. It's yeah, just like a distaste and it turns off and it's, you know, I'm so glad that you're coming from this different perspective of like <clears throat> where you were and can appreciate, you know, your new height and you're going to be in this new world. But you did it for yourself, and you're not just doing it to fit society's, you know, norms, the societal norms. You're not doing it to fit in. You're doing it to feel better about yourself. Because you told me from yeah. day one, you just wanted to be taller. You know, just you felt like you wanted to be taller. But like, yeah, you didn't say, "Oh, I'm just doing it to improve." Other yeah. brothers six foot. It's just like, yeah, I see their lives as just fundamentally different than mine. Yeah, right. And it's just like I would like. It's I know it's going to be a quality of life. It's already been a quality of life change. And I'm still technically crippled, so. Yeah. <laughs> technically crippled. I love it. <laughs> Won't be for long. Hopefully by like May yeah. or so, you'll be you'll be healing really quick. But uh, oh, we got we, oh we got my my namesake in oh, here, DJ Cyborg, and we got Mo. What's up, DJ? <laughs> Could he hear us? He's on mute. He's probably gonna take a minute. But uh, that's great. We got the whole house in here. Um, all right, guys. So uh, we got we got a party now. So um, <clears throat> so what we're gonna do? Real quick, I want to just talk two topics um, uh, that I mentioned at the beginning, then we'll answer the live Q&A, and if you guys want to like say anything, that's cool. But uh, the Limb Lengthening Forum, um, I'm sure that we've all come across it at one point or you know, another. Um, it's supposedly down again. I, I have one guy that made like a makeshift one, and people in here are talking about it. It says, uh, DACA1, day one supporter, he says, uh, did Limb Lengthening Forum go down again? Hey, Vic. Yeah, so apparently it is down. I mean, I just checked. I, shared my, oh, I didn't share my screen, but yeah. Uh, this guy, JS, is saying, Lim LinkedIn Forum is down. Are you interested in opening a more stable forum? Lim LinkedIners need a better and more stable forum. <laughs> I am the side. <laughs> we have a more stable forum. The, the Discord but is pretty damn Discord, stable. Though. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, I know some people are, you know, against the 
format of the discord like it's in real time i personally like it i think it's a lot easier you have dms you have the, it's in real time you can just kind of like it's it's a lot more stable i mean you think socrates right like i mean you think about it, it's like uh it's on a really, it's also really like the other channel not channels but like you know organized discord it's, yeah. there's beyond the chat there's like more kind of like archive stories and and stuff that that's no one touches that so it's that couldn't be more stable yeah, and the funny thing is, is that even as much as we would try to preach the Discord, people are going to still stick to like the old format, formal forum format. Um, so, what can we do about that? I mean, I you know, I didn't run that forum. I don't know who exactly did. I think there were some moderators in place, like the uh, what was his name Kilo Khan. We had medium drink of water, <laughs> and then a few others. Um, I don't know what's happening. I don't have any other personal contacts or any other <clears throat> emails or anything like that. So, what I'll do, I will look into this email of the. Uh, makeshift form that this guy sent and you guys can check it out um, and then let me know. Let me actually pull it up here. But while we are, I just want to kind of like go around the panel here and just kind of do an update with everybody. We got Mo in the house. I am the cyborg and DJ cyborg. Is this, <laughs> or am I that cyborg? Who's the cyborg here? All right, let's figure out who's who. So I am the cyborg. Uh, who are you and <laughs> what's with the name? Hey, you can just call me Jay. Uh... Jay? Jay, yeah. Jay, okay, yeah. Jay. What's up, man? Well, I like the name. I like the name. So, uh, Jay, are you a prospective patient, current patient, or a uh, a former patient? Uh, I recently had my surgery back in September in the okay. U.S. Um, I had my femurs uh, with precise 2.2, and I'm, I'm recovering now, uh, and my bones are still, uh, still not fully consolidated yet. It's not? No. No, no. Okay. Yet. And you said you did femurs? Yes. I did gotcha. And you did, uh, so tell us what your starting height was. And uh, you said that you're not consolidated, but how much height did you get? You got the sure, full eight? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting. Okay. So I had my surgery with Dr. D. Uh, okay. okay. And um, I had it in September. And I measured my height many times, okay, before the surgery. And I was uh, ranging from 164.5 to 165.5. Mm -hmm. And after the surgery, uh, my height, current height right now is 173.5 to mm -hmm. 174.5. So I gained okay. at least nine centimeters. Uh, and even, and again, this is with precise 2.2. Mm -hmm. Even in the x-rays, it shows a distraction of like 9.8 uh, on one leg and almost like 10 centimeters on the other leg. So it was just curious uh even with precise 2.2 how i was able to gain like more than eight yeah yeah so um and you did the femurs you said correct yeah yes, yeah femurs. so you did that um <clears throat> so first of all congratulations you went through limb lengthening that's a huge huge uh yeah. journey there but like um you know it's weird. So your bones aren't fully consolidated. And this is what I hear from a lot of patients. They say like, oh, my height doesn't match up with like how much I gained. And, you know, the femurs, there's a negligible like kind of anatomical axis versus mechanical axis and all that stuff. But like, I think it's, believe it or not, due to your posture um, and muscles being like really, you know, not fully like back into the, uh, oh, we hold on, we got HJ on here. What's up, HJ? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so your, your, uh, your, your final height and like what you should be may actually come to be. It just, it might take some time. Um, what I just say? Let me just, it just might take some time for that to uh, happen. Cause you haven't started walking yet. Right. Cause your bones no, are just, yeah. Yeah. So 
I wouldn't worry about it too much. Do you have any like stiffness left or any like muscle tightness? No, nothing. I'm able to bend, uh, I would say like both my legs over maybe 120, 130. Something. Okay. Yeah, you got good flexibility. Well, the one thing that I noticed in some patients is that once they start walking and walking normally, there's just like this last little bit of residual stiffness that you really can't get rid of um, until you start walking. So once that happens, you'll notice that you just get that last little bit of like proper height. And patients want to check right. their height immediately. I mean, I understand because you <laughs> this is what you you did the surgery for, but like you have to give it time to get back a normal walk because there's like your hip flexors, your lower back, your lumbar region your upper uh, proximal portion of your glutes where the, you know, even the glute ham tie-in where like, you know, the, um, where it in, att attaches to like the issue, I don't know, the issue or whatever. So basically a lot of these areas are really, really, really secret, like s secretly stiff. And once they like kind of like, uh, loosen up, you'll get back that little bit of height. Cause, uh, there's something called a functional discrepancy. I mean, like a lot of people get like one leg that they think is shorter anatomically with the bone, but it's actually the muscles being contracted and really tight. So when you get loose enough, I think you'll probably get back your height, but, um, or, you know, you never know, maybe, maybe you really didn't get as much as you thought on the, on the x-ray. So we'll see, but, uh, let's see, let's see if DJ cyborg is here. I keep going in and out. I know. He says he can't get his mic to work. Is he in another country again? I'm just <laughs> What's what's going on with him, Socrates? <laughs> uh, he's been active on the Discord, so and I don't yeah. think he's in the country right now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, let's see. We got Mo. Mo, you're back on the show because last time you were here, I know you were coming in at the very end. Um, how are you doing, brother? Um, I'm doing really good. Um, just like going to the gym still. I'm running every day. Um, I'm really at that point where I have enough consolidation and like weight bearing to just go full throttle and wow. uh, just like lift a lot of weight. So that's what I've been doing and my progress has been much faster. Talk a, let's, let's talk a little bit about that because I think recovery is like the uh, theme of the year for her, for limb lengthening. Patients are, you know, I'm, you know, I post something about a patient and people are like, oh, well, he doesn't look like he has a normal walker. Will he ever be able to run or lift again? Let's talk a little bit about that recovery. I really want to kind of like hone down on that. So you're saying you're lifting pretty heavy. You're getting back at it full throttle. What does that look like exactly to everybody here? Like, is that like you running on a treadmill, you running outside, you lifting heavy weights? What, what is that? Yeah, so I can run on a treadmill. That's what I usually do. Um, I like to set the incline pretty high because uh, A, it works the calves better and B, it kind of um, minimizes the impact because I'm not falling forward as much with each step. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I'm running on the treadmill. At like a, I can do like a 630 mile pace for only Whoa. like for only like 30 seconds to a minute at a time. I'm, so I'm working on increasing that. Um, I have a lot of like, just like stiffness and pain still when I run at that speed, especially. And then my cardio is also like really out of shape. But um, but yeah, I've been able what to a, run pretty fast. I gotta ask you about the running. So like, are you, what speed is that? Cause you said you put on a slight incline, but what speed are you moving at? Uh, I would guess like 10 miles an hour, 12. Jeez, can you can you I, and this is up to you completely but like can you like record or blur your face or like record like you running and then bring it on a live stream with you in the future yeah um i was thinking about that actually but yeah i'll find a way um, that would be great because like, i said last time i had my surgery in may so i think this is all like pretty good timeline in terms of recovery it's been less than a year that's that's actually really good for eight centimeter gain and femurs it's phenomenal actually a lot of patients don't usually get this type of 
speed back until about like the year mark or even you know further uh for three inch gain so i would love to see some of that that'd be great so yeah and uh I, i'm not sure if we'll, <clears throat> we'll have dr paleo next week or whatever when, whenever the next live like round table is definitely bring that with you i would love that and if you wanted to like shoot me an email um uh victor at cyborgforlife.com like we can chat and then like i can tell you when the next one will be yeah sure cool man that's awesome and then like lifting weights so what do what does that look like for you like what are you doing in the gym um I do a lot of like front squats because like I okay. said last time, I can't do the back squats. I just Excellent, fall backward. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Before surgery, I had a pretty short torso to begin with. And um, my interlimb ratio was probably just average. Uh, so so I really like just can't balance with, with barbell back squats. Um, so mm -hmm. I hold the weight in front of me. But it's not really an issue. I can probably do like 90 pounds right now, um, like full ass to grass. I like to go for the full range of motion. Um, um, that's crazy. Yeah. And then I just do like a lot of calf raises, a lot of leg press, a lot of, uh, like quad extensions and, uh, hamstring curls. And that's about it. I was just about to ask you about the hamstring curls and the posterior chain. So, um, what are you doing any glute work as well? Like any, like, cause besides squatting itself, are you doing any direct like hip thrusts or, uh, kickback machines or anything? I was doing a lot of, uh, hip abductor machine for a while. Um, I currently don't really anymore because, I'm at uh, college right now, and the the machines are pretty limited. It's not like lifetime at home, but gotcha. um, but but yeah, I, I incorporate that when I can. Very cool, man. That's awesome. It seems like you're doing everything right. But uh, yeah, I think that you know, getting some you know content would be great. And then um, I think you're doing really well in terms of like your leg training. Uh, the front squat is going to definitely be easier because your torso can be a little more upright. Um, but I think that like one thing that I noticed for femur patients, one thing that they can really benefit from is just more glute work. Cause it's like, I'm sure that you noticed that like when you first got done lengthening, was were able to walk your, your like ass was gone. Like your glutes were like just flat, right? They're yeah, gone. My, my yeah. ass was absolutely pancake. Flat. <laughs> it was, it was like, honestly kind of scary. Yeah. It's like, but, it's um, going to come back. And so, yeah. um, you want to really get, you know, um, I think hip bridges are a really easy one you could do even at college you could just literally do four sets of 25 uh just getting the activation because the muscle memory will take over and you'll start to kind of get that fullness back but you obviously want to like hammer the protein the calories and stuff like that but um you can do it with just a dumbbell you can literally just do you know um if you're going full weight bearing you can do like holding on to something and just doing like kind of like a semi-bulgarian but like more of a regressed uh sit to the bench and then back up four sets of 15 i'm serious like you can build those glutes back and you're gonna you're gonna notice that a lot of that stiffness does linger in the glutes and the posterior chain so awesome though that sounds great i would love to see some content like lifting uh cardio you could be the the hero for the year <laughs> for recovery yeah. man that's that's yeah, i come from a background of like uh running and uh weightlifting so um uh, it's just like interesting to see what an athlete or former athlete can recover like compared to yeah. like I guess a more normal patient. Hundred percent, and that's what I want to see more of because like I think you you just said something super interesting. It's like athlete, right? Because a lot of people want to see this full recovery thing, but like I'd say eighty five percent of people that ask about it, they're not even athletes. Like Socrates was, he did marathons. You are, um, I was, but like, and I I know a lot of people in that aren't comfortable sharing were as well. But, um, you know, when a patient says full recovery and then we see like a weird um, recovery timeline, we start to get worried. Like, oh, is this the best that it can be for limb lengthening? It's like absolutely not. Like you guys have no idea what I've seen in my email. But people are like, please don't share. I'm like, no, 
<laughs> you're like, I want to share it. I was like, please, please, I'll pay you. <laughs> you know, but they're like, no, I don't want anything out there. So um, it's it's actually really incredible when you're an athlete because you have like a different, I don't know, just work ethic to get back to you know recovery. So it's pretty incredible. But awesome, though, yeah. If you can share anything, that would be great. We got LM here. We got <laughs> this is a packed house. You guys have been waiting for this. What's up, LM? Oh no! Something up with the mics, DJ Cyborg. Are you are you able to talk now? Yeah, uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you now. Awesome, man. What what was what was up? We gotta tell Ellen how to fix yeah, it. Yeah, there's there's something weird for some reason. You have to uh, go into Google Chrome and uh, give it permissions again for some reason. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, you have to give it like permission to access the mic and the the camera again. Hmm. Is that is that coming from Google or from the software? That's from Google Chrome itself. Okay. So, LM, if you're using Google Chrome, try to go into the permissions. Where would you do that at? Settings? Yeah. No, it's just the top uh, top left, like next to the refresh button. You'll see like these two toggles. You just click on that and then you have to ah, give okay. the permissions. Yeah. Right on the left side of the address bar, there's like uh, right where the URL is. Just press those two little yeah, things in and just go to microphone and press that on. You'll be able to come up, speak, uh, LM. Cool, awesome. Well, we got a full house here. So um, <clears throat> what I want to do is we I, I am the cyborgs, uh, Jay's uh, uh, thing um, story. We got we know Socrates. He's a G, so we got him here. Hi, Journey. You're back on the show. What's up, man? What's new with you? HJ, you might want to go. Hey, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. What's up, man? Can you hear me? Hey, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. What's up, man? Hey. Yeah, there's a. Uh... Hey, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. What's up, man? Hey. Socrates. <laughs> the look on Socrates' face is priceless. Uh, I'm having a little audio trouble. Exception echo. The mic works, but the speaker's working differently. Okay. It's coming from the YouTube site. So I don't know why. <laughs> okay. Try to. Um, I I did this on so, Dr. Pilly's interview. Try to turn on that. The, with that talk studio website. So it's like delayed. Uh, let me try to log out. I'll try to log back in again. We're hearing fine issue now. There's no echo. Or I no echo. hear no echo. You're good now. Oh, well, hook up. Hey, log out before you heard us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, LM, what's up? Are you guys able to hear me? We can. Loud and clear, man. What's up? How are you? Awesome. Good. Awesome. So, uh, are you a uh, prospective patient, current patient, or just uh, interested I'm, in uh, I'm a prospective patient from Toronto. Um, oh, nice. I'm going to be going with Dr. G. I'm just waiting for her to give me the go-ahead on the new Max nail. Yeah. So, yeah. is she getting it pretty soon as well? Uh, I talked to them yesterday, and apparently she's been having meetings um, to get it approved, I guess, for the special circumstances, right? But I know Paley's doing his first on February 26th, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he he emailed me his press release and he blasted it all over and uh, <clears throat> yeah, he's doing it next week. So um, I mean, he's the kind of the guy who designed it. So it's gonna be exciting. I think this is gonna change the game for a lot of people. So you're getting the precise max now. Yeah, I've been I've been actually following up. I've been looking at a lot of these live streams. Well, I'm waiting actually. I was gonna see if Rial's on tonight to see if he's heard anything from <laughs> Doctor G as well. That's actually a good question. I'm sure he probably has the. Uh, the latest and greatest on that, I could I could actually shoot him a message on WhatsApp. I'll do that in a minute. I'll say, click the link. <laughs> um, do you have any questions overall as a prospective patient? No, I've been following this for about three years now, actually. I've been looking into it, and originally I was going to go to Turkey. I didn't actually know about Dr. G in, in Montreal there, and then I found her 
about six months ago and I met with her in January. Oh, nice. You did for a yeah. consultation? Yeah, for a consultation. I actually flew out to Montreal and met with her. Felt really comfortable with her. So I gave her the yeah. go-ahead whenever we can get the max nail. That's awesome. Would you plan on staying in Montreal or, or flying back to Toronto when she lets you? I'm going to be staying there for a month and then flying back to Toronto for the last two months. Okay. What uh, what bones are you planning to do, uh, LM? Femurs. Femurs. Okay, going for the yeah. full three? Yeah, I'm going to go for the full eight centimeters, yeah. Oh, so eight centimeters. That's awesome. You're going to just be like JP and uh, Real up there. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Um, are you worried about anything? You're, you've been following it for a while now, but is there anything that like kind of worries you about the process? Uh, it's just obviously fat embolisms and then obviously a pulmonary embolism, like the main main concerns. But I think... Really, like once you have once you're past the surgery stage, I think as long as you have like at least from what I'm reading, as long as you have a strong strong mindset getting through this, uh, you should be fine, right? Yeah. Have you, no, have you stopped smoking and started vitamin D and uh, calcium yet? Don't smoke. Never smoke. Don't drink alcohol. And been taking vitamins and whatnot for for years and years. Yeah. So. Fantastic. You should That's be nice. great. And stretching. Stretch. Yeah, like stre yeah, I've been stretching. Because originally, actually, I was going to go to Turkey and decided against going to Turkey. Um, but stretching, been basically doing it for the last four months, really getting prepared. But then I've actually had a physio consultation here in Toronto as well, the physiotherapist, just to get really prepared for what kind of stretching and what kind of physical therapy I'll be putting myself through. That's excellent. Yeah, he's he's prepared, uh, Socrates. We got to give him a thumbs up. I mean, this guy has done his homework, guys. You see I am proud. This is awesome. <laughs> I gotta say, um, for all other prospective patients out there, that that shows you he's done three years of research. He's consulted with surgeons. He made his decision for a good surgeon. He's looking into physio, um, knows the risks, well informed, well educated, and he's 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 got the right mindset. So he gets a thumbs up. He's ready to go. So he's just waiting on the precise max, like J.R. Vite saying. Everyone's excited for the precise max. I'm even excited just for the, you guys who are getting it done with that. And you know. Um, the patients who are going to be able to walk with this thing, like Socrates, right now, if you had the precise max, you could get up and go get yourself a glass of water. <laughs> so that's why I had to mute and go off video for a minute because my my um, uh, tenant locks herself out, so I had to get up and, and let her in. And oh, I was like, I can walk just fine with the walker. And people okay. have been asking, like, how long are you going to need the walker? And I was like, I'll let you know in a couple months if I still need it. Because <laughs> it's, it's indeterminate. It depends on how, how well my bones heal and everything. I can't give a specific deadline. Yeah. Right? And, you know, uh, so usually I say from, from two to four, uh, two to six more months, right? Okay. And they're like, really? How can you live with that? And I'm like, I'm living just fine. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> and I think it's, I think it's, it, it's like, don't get me wrong, the precise two, you can definitely do, you know, everything just fine. But um, the fact that, you know, somebody can, you can literally just, and I know to be based on saying, oh, 50 pounds weight bearing and stuff like that. We know that this nail is probably, if, everything goes as planned it's going to have full weight bearing uh, capabilities the patient can get up and literally just kind of you know walk around cautiously they should use some sort of cane or crutch or something like that at first first few weeks but it's going to be like the stride and i will tell you back in 2020 when i first started cyborg for life we just hit our four year by the way uh a couple weeks ago hooray <laughs> but um they sent me videos of them, like one guy, he was in Germany and he was like hiking and he was like walking through the, the park or like something like that with his girlfriend. And I remember seeing the video. I was like, I was like, you're currently lengthening. What are you doing in the park walking around? He's like, I'm getting some exercise. I was like, 
<laughs> I was like, that's not exactly how this goes, but okay. And then, you know, he sent me one of him biking outside and then um, another patient showed me him literally just walking through the mall. So people, you know, they were very comfortable. Um, I remember Alfonso, I mean, you guys remember him. He was like kind of like the OG of limb length anyone when the stride was, you know, here. Um, he was walking through the grocery store, albeit it was a little bit kind of hesitant and stuff like that, but he was walking and then he got his normal walking gait back. So I think it just from time of recovery, it's shortened big time with this, this weight bearing nail. So it's going to be powerful, but I agree with you, Socrates. I think that the precise two, you can do everything, but for the patients who are getting to get the precise max, they will be able to deal with a lot more like, um, daily tasks. They won't have to have a caretaker. They, you know, at least not as much, but, um, it's going to be pretty cool. So. So there's a couple guys at the HP house who are, uh, you know, in the 120 to 140 pound range, and they have the the biggest nail, yeah. um, and they're doing femurs. And I'm like, you're essentially weight load, like load bearing, <laughs> weight bearing. And I'm like, I'm so jealous because my yeah. weight is pushing 200. So there's no chance I can like walk without a walker. Like forget about it. Um, if I did, I'd probably bend my nail in like the fourth or fifth step. Um, so it's really, really encouraging seeing how comfortable they are and and thinking like if i get the pmax i want to say if but I, th I at this point i think it's a when i do tibias um it's just going to be a game changer and that's that's super exciting can i interject here yeah of course um these friends did, did they have the max or the 2.2 the max isn't out yet they have the 2.2 oh okay they've been lengthening for a couple months because i actually did get a bend on my nails uh at the end okay. of my how much do you weigh and how did that happen? So, so I was 150 pre-surgery, and then I okay. dropped down to 130. Um, so I thought I was like, I thought like I was super light. Like it, it only matters about the weight above the osteotomy site, not below. So I figured that could take off a bunch of pounds. So I like, I rationalized in my head that I could like walk a little bit, and I was a little too uh, overzealous. So I actually got like a two degree bend, trying to recover mm -hmm. faster. Um, and uh, did it hurt at all? What did it hurt? No, not at all. I just saw okay. it on the x ray. The doctor said it wasn't a big deal. Well, you, you said two degree bend, right? Yeah, yeah, two, two degree is, I mean, for, for a titanium nail, I think that's pretty normal. I mean, you'll at least get one or two degree, and that, that's one of the questions I have for you, Victor. Is um, I know like Stride was a really good nail, but it was uh, made of steel, like. Do you have concerns with um, bending with precise max, even though they, they say it's weight bearing, like it's, it is titanium at the end of the day? Oh, I, I think you're muted, Victor. So titanium has lower uh, like weight bearing properties than steel? Yeah, titanium is just not, I mean, if you go from um, a weight to strength ratio, titanium is really strong because it's really light. It's like much lighter than steel, but yeah. If you go from a purely strength perspective, like steel is just still way stronger and titanium is just a little yeah. prone to bending and it's not quite as strong as steel. Huh. Okay. So Mo, what did you end up doing? Uh, nothing. I just, uh, I noticed it in the x-ray and I, uh, I, I started being really careful so it didn't get any worse. Um, but did you start using a walker or crutches or? Kind I, was, I was always using the walkers just like when okay. I went to my PT sessions, I would like push harder than I should have on the leg press. And like I would do a little walking like at home to try to keep my uh, my muscles like 
like strong. Yeah. And just stop I'm doing all my walking in the pool. Yeah. And, and what, what size, what size nails did you have, Mo? Did you have the 12.5s? I had the biggest one, the 2.2. I, I don't really know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. The nails come in different sizes, though, based on the diameter of your femurs. I yeah, think I think it's 10.5, and 12.7 millimeter diameter. I, I, honestly, okay, I don't wrong. know. I, I think I had the biggest, though, because it was a 75-pound uh, weight. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the biggest one. Yeah, so you had yeah. the 12.5s. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know why Victor's <laughs> Victor's audio doesn't seem to work now. We're having audio difficulties today. <laughs> like we're we're fixed, but then Victor's gone down now. Uh, and, and so, Mo, where are you in the process of lengthening, or did you finish already? I'm sorry if I missed that. Um, I had my surgery in May of 2023, so it's been what like uh, like nine or ten months or something like that. Yeah. So are you fully uh, consolidated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm lifting heavy right now. Um, I actually lengthened at a rate of 1.33 millimeters per day because um, I don't know, I took long or something. That's, That's how old are you? I'm uh, 22. I was 21 when I did this. Okay, okay, sure, sure. Did you have any complications at all? Uh, immediately after the surgery, I had um, I had some pretty bad internal bleeding. And my my hemoglobin was like dangerously low. I almost like fainted a few times, uh, and like the doctor like didn't realize what was going on. So we kind of had to figure it out on our own. We went to like an urgent care or something. Sure. Um, but um, I forget. I think I took some kind of medication for it. But I'm actually like, probably took like iron supplements or something. Uh, I don't know if it was that. Um, Honestly, I can't remember, but it, it just okay. resolved itself after after a little bit. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. And then it was smooth sailing from there? Yeah. Well, I'm happy to hear that. How long did your lengthening process take in its entirety? Um, from the beginning of June to the beginning of August, I think. Okay, so two months and change. Yeah. Okay. And then it was the salvation tape. I wasn't doing the 1.3 the whole time. I did the 1.3 for about half the length of the period. Um, and the then first step when you slowed down, or just, or did you yeah. speed up to it? No, I sped up to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And did then you, so, so you, you did so you did 0.33 four times a day, pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You you had some good bone growth then. Because I can't imagine doing five lengthenings in a day. <laughs> Just time-wise, yeah. you just don't have enough time to space the length things. Yeah, exactly. It was kind of a pain to get up uh, like every six hours, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, what's I'm going on with Victor's, Victor's mic? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Rial, welcome. Who, who was it that was asking uh, something specific for Rial's perspective earlier? Was hey, Rial. Hey, guys. Yes, how are you guys doing? We're doing great. How you been? Good, good, good. Are we missing Victor? We got yeah, his, his, audio, his audio just stopped here. working all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it hasn't been working for like five minutes. It's, it's a real tragedy. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, quick question for you, Mo. Have you booked your surgery to remove your nails yet? And if yeah. not, what, for me? what are you thinking? Yeah, I, um, I have it booked for the beginning of March. Or no, no, for the... Uh, yeah, mid March. So really? that's okay. Okay, February. that's, that's uh, awesome. 
No, that's um that's coming up in a yeah, couple weeks. Ten months, ten months after first surgery. Yeah, yeah. And Rial, have you moved? Have you removed your nails yet? No, no, no. Uh, there's, uh, like I said, like uh, not before I do my tibias, and once I get the tibias ready to pull the nails out, I'll get the uh, the femurs pulled out at the same time. Yeah, Rio, Rio. Um, I, I remember this. This was. I believe this is probably when I was still lengthening uh, towards the towards like fall of last year. But uh, you were on a call and you said one of your nails broke or something, and you you had diarrhea for seven days and you were like casted up and everything. I I was like a little late <laughs> joining that one, but can you give us the spill on like what happened there? Because that sounds horrible. Uh, yeah, I had broken uh, my uh, the left. Uh, nail like left leg the nail in my, in my left leg the uh the i forget the dates i gotta write all these dates down i gotta search them and stuff but yeah no it was i mean obviously you're you're out of commission you can't work anymore and uh but i mean aside from that it's it was not that bad like i, I always think back i was like well not like I broke a leg. The leg was already broken. I just broke the nail, right? So <laughs> it doesn't hurt that much. <laughs> so, but you know, it was quite the ordeal. Like uh, just to get the surgery. I think the worst part was to get that nail out. Uh, they had to pull it out from my uh, from the knee and from the top of the hip because it was broken in half. They couldn't pull it all the way out in one one end. So I think the worst part was drilling when they drilled underneath the kneecap. There, that was the worst part for me. I think after. Were you under you guys local anesthesia or general anesthesia? Yes, yes, we, we hear you now, Victor. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, Victor. <laughs> what's up, Rio? Yeah, I don't no, know. No, they put me on. to sleep. Yeah, they <laughs> put, put me yeah, to sleep. And, uh, okay. That was it, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. How do working also? Working? Yeah, I, I have no idea. It literally unplugged it by accident and then it didn't work again. But, uh, I'm going to probably buy a new mic this weekend. That's ridiculous. A really nice one. Um, so where do we leave off? Thank you, Socrates. You're an amazing host. you got to join all these shows. <laughs> yeah, that, that's <laughs> all, uh, titanium, the titanium question I had over yeah. Um, ah, yes. Max. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so I, I do think that the uh, it's not going to be as durable as the stride. I think it's going to be way more dur durable than the 2.2. Uh, I think it's going to be like – 1.5 or 1.75 times as strong as the 2.2 um, because titanium is a lighter metal. It's not as you know strong as steel, um, but I don't think it's going to have the corrosion issue. So you're going to get rid of that, but you do have to sacrifice. So I don't know if you guys remember in, uh, I did read that, you know, the Dr. Paley uh, stature lengthening guide way back. He, the original Nuvasive was originally going to go with making, the precise 2.2 thicker instead of coming up with the stride. So they went back to their original game plan and they made it a thicker uh, diameter or whatever of the nail of the precise 2.2. So they just went back to that. So they, the stride was scratched because of the corrosion issue. They're going back to what they, they were going to make originally. So it hasn't been used yet. So we don't know, but I think it's going to be fine. I mean, it's just a thing. Mean, it's, you think about it, like a pillar that's thicker, it's going to hold up more weight. Um, but we'll, we'll see for sure once the patients start getting this thing. Implanted. Oh, that's what the precise max is. It's a precise 2.2 with thicker walls. Yeah, pretty much. And, okay. and it does have a little bit of a different structural design, at least at the, like the distal end, I think, uh, and Dr. Pilly's like, uh, uh, presentation, he showed it. Um, again, he designed it with Nuvasive, so I don't ex exactly know, 
but I think it has a little bit of a different design. It's the same thing, still eight centimeter stroke length, still uh, titanium, you know, and all that stuff. So, yeah. So, but yeah, DJ Cyborg, I think uh, you're you're right. I think that heavier patients are still gonna have to be cautious, but like, it's gonna be overshot by like let's say over a hundred pounds. So I think you're gonna still be able to walk around cautiously. Will you be able to like speed walk or go work out of the gym? Probably not. But I think it's going to still allow those muscles to stay active a lot more and not have to use a walker per se. Yeah, I'm around I'm around 170. I'm around 170. And um, so far, all the x-rays, it looks like I have abnormally large tibia canals. Yeah. So it looks like the, the 13 millimeter, maybe 14. Will work wow. If you on, get on that TV. big bad boy, you're going to be you'll, – you'll be fine. Like I think the 11.5 is where we're looking at like 200 or – 250 pounds but like it's it's risky like i mean it's not risky it's just like that's the, the limit but i think you get a 13 or a 14 you're good you're you're, you're fine so yeah. no no wonder moshe earlier today was like if you do fibias uh, tibias i mean with the um uh precise max don't expect to just be up and walking right away yeah and i was like wait does you know stomp on my dreams <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and you know, most surgeons will tell you to use some sort of crutch or, you know, cane for offsetting the, uh, the, you know, the extra force uh, put on it. But could you walk cautiously? Like when the bone is vertical, it's 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 fine. It's what you're going upstairs, railing, crutch or cane, because you don't want that horizontal uh, positioning of the femur. Like if you're getting femurs done, tibia is a vertical bone as it is, so every time you put your foot down, you're fine. But femurs, like. The angle, the better, the closer it is to vertical, the better, because that's where the, the nail was tested. Yeah. The second it starts to go like this, you start having problems, and that's where the bending and you know screw breakage can happen. So, um, I so your your lengthening, your um, limb length discrepancy was in your tibias, right? Yeah. Well, in actually, it was a little bit. It was a little bit of both. We just put it all in the tibia. It was a, a little bit from the femur and the, the tibia. We lost Socrates. <laughs> no, I better pray my mic doesn't go off. We lose our other host. <laughs> Hold on, here he is. He's back. He's back. There you are. Okay, that that was interesting. Um, so I don't know what's going on today. <laughs> my question was: When you were lengthening your tibia, did you um, have your uh, shins horizontal on the bed when you're lengthening, or vertical on the ground? And did that make a difference? When I was lengthening I with a ERC. Yeah, because I know for me, my. Um, when I'm lengthening, I need my shins to be vertical because the 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 bent knee causes just awkwardness in, and mm -hmm. I'm doing femurs right now. Um, yeah. So I, for the past like three weeks, I've only lengthened with my legs vertical, horizontal. Like my knees completely flat, straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, that's how I did. I put my legs straight out so I could just kind of place the ERC perfectly right over the osteotomy site where that little mark would be. And I just, you know, pressed it, let it do its job. And magnet hit the, the nail, it did the stroke, and then, you know, got the, the length. Um, I don't think that, I think the biggest problem is like, you know, like just people with big, a lot of muscle tissue. The tibias don't have that problem because it's much closer to the surface, but like femurs, like you, quads, you know, you want to make sure you push down hard because there's actually something that like persons, people who have like a, their dominant side, they don't always they push hard on the dominant side, but the non-dominant side they don't always hit. So then they end up with the discrepancy towards the end of length, and they're like, "Crap, how'd this happen?" It's because because of that. So that's what the nuvasive uh, the nuvasive representative told me the first day. He was like, "You're right-handed, push hard on the left on purpose." Left side, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Your right 
without even trying, <laughs> but you know, deliberately push harder on the left. I've been like compliant with that ever since. That's so crazy because I actually figured that out like because patients were like over the years, like it was like I don't know, after like the 15th patient that said that to me, I was like, there's something's going on. I was like, how muscular are you? They were like, well, and I said like, and eventually I said like, maybe it's like something with the dominant side. And then, you know, I found out like Dr. Rosberg or somebody said something about that. It's crazy. Um, but okay, guys, let's uh, let's go around and see. So we got LM. LM, did you ask your question to Rial? I, I didn't actually, I didn't get the chance. Rial, have you heard anything from Dr. G about the precise uh, bookings yet? No, I haven't, uh, but I haven't raised a question uh I'll um I'll see I'll I'll, uh, I'll, I'll sort of message her to find out if uh, if she has any update. Yeah, I, sp I spoke to the main office, like the the front desk yesterday. So I, I'm I'm a prospective patient, but I'm going to be getting it. They said basically at the the last two weeks of March because she's going to be on vacation for the first two weeks of March. But I followed up yesterday and she okay. was in some meetings, but nothing nothing confirmed for date wise. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I mean that's. Uh, it's around now, right? You guys have it in the states. Uh, uh Monday. Yeah, that's Monday. Really first yeah, this week. Monday. Yeah, the twenty-sixth. Oh, okay. 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 Well, I'm sure Do they'll you... ship more than one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> just drip, drip. You know, yeah. distribute them, right? right. Yeah, uh, one fucking week. One, one, one per week. I like Christ. I was like, can we get a fucking case of these shit? I like, I, next round, I'm buying four of them for sure. Like, fuck. I keep a spare one in my house. Like, <laughs> I love it, Rial. Rial, you got to give me a new uh, walking video. People were like trying to say that you're walking that last one wasn't normal. Yeah, because I was fucking drunk. It was my fourth drink. I was like, <laughs> I was like fucking, tell yep. these fucking guys to come see me at the gym. I'll show them what normal is. Yeah. Rice. I was like, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I know. I, 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 yeah. I like, you get two broken legs. You work a whole year, lengthening your legs, three inch taller a year later. And you had two surgeries in between that. And you tell me this is not success. I'm like, motherfucker. I was like, <laughs> you know, uh, like to me, yeah, for sure. You, you're, I, I don't have the Snoop Dogg uh, limp yet, but I will. Like, you know, people are asking me, oh, well, uh, I don't think you'll be able to run that when you get older. I said, what? I got news for you. I'm already old. I'm 51. <laughs> I did not run before the surgery. Why would I run now? I was like, <laughs> fucking people. I was like, fucking I love talking to these people. I was like, you make no sense. And I was like, yeah. I didn't do this to join the Olympic and go race against Ben Johnson here. That's not my intention. <laughs> it's to be three inch taller. That's it. You know, yeah. well, like, I, I'll, yeah. I'll answer their, their, you know, obnoxious um, complaints, I guess, when I run my next marathon next year. There you go. There yeah, you go. exactly. I mean, if that was a mission for me to go run, I didn't run before. It's like this fat kid can't run, man. It's like, you know, it's like I'm not running anytime soon. And how old you want me to be? I'm already 51. Like, when's the Olympic going to let me go? Like, Runners retire in their late 30s, usually. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was like, God damn. Yeah, for <laughs> that's, sure. Like, that's why we got people like Mo, like Socrates. We're, they'll, they'll, they'll handle it. We're going to get some stuff from Mo. Uh, Brett is going to get some stuff uh, above tempo. So, like, um, like I yeah. just ran up the stairs because uh, when I figured out that the podcast was on, I was in the hot tub. I was chilling. So I was like, oh, fuck, I got to go outside. Freaking, I'm jumping stairs to go up. Like, Jesus, don't tell me I'm not uh, moving. Like, I can move. Believe me. 
So I was like, <laughs> no, uh, but I'll get I, you I, a good video. Yeah. That, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get my working out too. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I got to get one that working out, the nice workouts that we're putting in. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That'd be perfect. Yeah, um, a, who else was on here? Jay. Uh, what's up, Jay? Hey, what's going on? Uh, so I had a question for Mo. I know he mentioned uh, that um, his nail is bent. So I was just curious if he walked without any assistant at all, so, like without using a walker or crutches or anything. Yeah. I, I did I did for a little bit um, I was doing it in the summer between school year like before my senior year of college so mm -hmm. I was very like uh, anxious to to be like good as fast as possible because I was passing it off as you know like natural growth hiding it with the slate of heel technique and all that stuff so so I really wanted, like I was telling people, I just had a knee surgery, so I, I really wanted to be good and not like drag it out too much. <laughs> so yeah, I was I was overzealous. I walked a bit, and I probably pushed a little too hard on the leg press at PT. Um, okay. So I, I rationalized it because I was 130 pounds. I thought it like I thought I was within like pushing the boundaries, but within a safe range. But I wasn't, so definitely wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, I actually have a video coming out. I'm going to probably put it out this week and I got to finish the editing on it. Um, it's about coming up with the cover story for limb lengthening. And it's actually kind of a mix of Socrates. I featured you in there. Uh, one of your stories about the motorcycle. So, yeah, you're in there. Uh, but it also has uh, the slide of height technique, which I think works really well. But it takes a lot of planning. You got to have to come, you know, because you can't tell that to anybody. You can't just say like, oh, you know, you know, because people who know you really well. But it's people like your coworkers and stuff. You can tell people that it'll be cool. Um, <clears throat> cool. So we got everybody in here. All right, guys, let's do some live Q&A here. Um, so where do we have? Oh, so this was for Socrates. They, yeah. So Socrates, what was your starting height and what do you plan to go to? Uh, so I was 166.5 centimeters, which is just under 5.6, 5 foot 6 inches, I mean. Uh, and I'm uh, planning to get to full 8 centimeters. My goal is to get uh, end height of just under, uh, right at 5.9. Nice. Awesome. Which I think will be 174, yeah. 175. And then Ben is asking because you're at like 4.9 right now, five centimeters in, two inches. Um, do you still any? Do you feel any tightness? Like I guess in the morning, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I go more than four or five hours without stretching, I wake up and it's stiff, right? Or if I'm just lounging and I don't stretch, it's it gets stiff. So you need to. What is it? It's uh, eat, lengthen, stretch, repeat. That, that's yeah, the that's it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we got HJ's question here from Ben. HJ, do you feel? Do you? Do you? Do you know a release date when? You, do you know when you're going to get your internal nails removed? Hey, yes. Got my fever rods. Is everything okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, then um, so this in one month from now in um, later um, March, I think just about one month from now, I'm gonna get my tibia nails removed. And nice. I'll be fully de-cyborged. <laughs> de-cyborged. <laughs> so, um, just uh, like just pay attention to my um my YouTube channel. I'll make an announcement of it. And get get some more information there as it approaches. 
Come on, you don't want to be a cyborg anymore. We got DJ Cyborg. We had I am the cyborg. Yeah, and I'm tomorrow. I'm, I'm going for my pre-op appointment with my local my local physician because that's required about 20, 30 days before the surgery. So, um, you know, they just take like, blood tests and then they fax the results, give you the physical examination. That's part of any surgery, and then they fax the results to the surgeon mm -hmm. and then just just to make sure you're ready for the surgery. Yeah, the surgeon. Yeah. All right. We got the next one from Ken Zhu. He's saying, hi, Victor. I'm planning to have limb lengthening in my femurs. I'm currently 168 centimeters, but my wingspan is only 164 centimeters. What's the max length I could go for and not screw up my proportions? Uh, let's um, let's kind of talk about this one. So proportions. So you say you're 168 centimeters and you have a wingspan of 164. So you're already taller than your wingspan. Um, Socrates, did you measure your wingspan before surgery? No, but my my arms are pretty far out there. I don't Long. think there's much of a discrepancy. Yeah, okay. so I mine are say... pretty close. Sorry, that's Jay. That? Sorry. Yeah, so um, my wingspan and my height was like 165, 165 before, and I'm 174 now. When my proportions look great, so I think uh, yeah. Uh, I think Victor uh, did, did a video like many, uh, I would say like many months before. I think it all depends where your hands uh, end up. Like, are they like at the pocket level, below pocket level, or like before? So I think, yeah, you have to check that out. I think it all depends on that. But mostly, I think if you do just femur, I think you should be fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Uh, I think, I think, I mean, realistically, if you keep it within 12 centimeters, People can't tell. People just can't tell. So, I mean, if you're at 164 now, if you go up to 176 even, that's like 12, 12 centimeters more than your wingspan. I mean, people just can't tell unless they start measuring you with a measuring tape. Yeah, and, and also, if you look at people, some people are all legs, no torso, uh, or the opposite. So. The normal people walking without limb lengthening, they're not all symmetric. Like, not everything is proportioned to everything. So, it makes no difference. At the end, if you get the height, and I mean, I'm not saying you don't get uh, four feet longer of legs than arms, but uh, a, a few inches. Like, I mean, I look at people like, Jesus Christ, look at these fucking legs. They're like, they walk and it's like, but there's no body. So, it's like, it, yeah. and it's it, it's like, not everybody's perfect. Like, the, the, the symmetric wise, like, uh, well, I don't bother with that too much, to be honest. And if you fill out your shoulders too, then yeah, you're gonna yeah. look wider. Yeah, it might yeah. even actually physically expand your wingspan. Also, also um, included in your wingspan is your clavicle length. So if you have narrow clavicles, then your arms are actually proportionally longer, so they'll hang mm -hmm. lower. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, exactly. That's worth looking at too. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. That is so true about proportions. Yeah, but definitely, I think it does start with like just how you look. I mean, the measurements are great, but <clears throat> at the end of the day, your torso length really does matter. So, like, if you have a really long torso and long, and they match up with your hands, you might be walking the line. But that's that's the extreme cases. That's the outliers. Yeah. Uh, where do we have the next one here? Um, this one was uh jumped around so they're just talking to each other all right here we go so uh kirk's asking have you heard any cases where the precise nail becomes bent after the doctor clears for it weight bearing um yep you have real 
Yeah, up in the mine. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I just. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it happened to me. You were like, I'm going to test the limits of these nails. Yeah, right, right. but I mean, yeah. I, I was not. I, I was uh, cleared, like to be, like you know, pretty much, uh, you know, like walking with uh, a cane. You know, like I was down to like nothing, just the balance, so I don't trip. It was more to prevent me from tripping and stuff. But uh, you know, I, I got thrown off balance and I, I and I bent it. But uh, because oh. you know, yeah, so but that's the only way that will happen. Something like that, you got you got you got to hit it hard to. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then it broke obviously after that because it was bent and uh, it was weak. But yeah, yeah. Once you're fully extended and uh, even though you, you like the bone's not fully uh, like like uh, healed, they'll still you know they'll give you the okay to walk but not you know join the Olympics. So that's what happened. <laughs> as long as you have a good surgeon, they will one hundred percent fix it. You'll you'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. They'll they'll do the exchange now and get all that stuff settled. Um, so Mark, um, I usually don't you know like to discuss surgeons like outright unless they're like you know just super free rating. But yeah, Javier Downey Carmona, I've had him on the channel before. Good surgeon. He's been well trained. He's done stuff in Baltimore and been trained with Paley. So he really does work with pediatrics a lot, and he does a lot of um <clears throat> you know deformities uh, like the lower lower extremity like i think it's like club foot and stuff like that ponzetti method so good surgeon really skilled um usually stature length is pretty easy but probably hasn't done as many cases as some of the other surgeons uh viral do viral dogs okay i'm trying to say it like it's, it's like a spanish name um i had femur surgery a year ago recently i felt clicking and sharp pain when applying pressure on my leg especially climbing stairs hmm. After a week, these problems disappeared. Should I be concerned? So you felt clicking and sharp pain when applying pressure on your leg. Pressure, I guess, is like taking a step when you're climbing stairs. And that kind of goes back to what I was saying. But you had, this is recently though, you've had surgery over a year ago. Um, and then the problems go away. Hmm. You probably haven't had your nails out. I don't know which device you had. I've heard some cases with like the mechanical nails having screws that <clears throat> put pressure onto the soft tissues because some of the proximal screws are you know kind of pushing into some of the soft tissue like the proximal and like the tfl and stuff so i don't know i can't say i, um, I had some yeah. uh, clicking pain i still did do you on, i still do honestly it's gotten better with uh with exercise as i've been strengthening and building muscle back in my hips but yeah. for, for like most of the process i i had clicking in my hips and i don't I didn't ask the doctor about it, but I assume it's from maybe some fascia, like rubbing over a slightly exposed nail head or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I've heard. I had, I had clicking. I had clicking. You in had my clicking hip. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be in the left, and then something would be on the right, but mostly the left. And uh, but with physio, it all worked out. It was gone with time. It just got away. Yeah. I mean, it's like it was when I was like during surgery, like lengthening, not surgery, but lengthening. You know more because everything's so tight so you can't uh, stop at every little click that you hear because you'll never move again but uh <laughs> you know it was that it was like kind of like you put your hand on it as i'm walking and you could hear like conch, 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 mm -hmm. you know like uh so but it, it it fixed itself with time and stretching and uh physio it all healed itself yeah, yeah i just so wonder because he says before we, before we move on from this uh question i see barrel dogs just put a new um Comment. He said he had fit bone just now. Did he? He had a fit bone. Yeah, I, I've Did never he? spoken to a fit bone patient in real life. That's really rare. 
I have I have talked to a few of them, but I haven't heard of the clicking from that because that's like a motorized nail. It uses like a kind of an electric, you know, uh, signal that you know hits the transponder. Let me see. Where did he say that at the bottom here? Oh, I have Fitbone. Yeah, he says it right here. Interesting. I uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't have enough experience. I've talked to probably ten to twelve Fitbone patients over the years. Not many. Um, just being honest with you. So, the um, get the Fitbone out a year or so after. So oh, yeah, yeah. Same, same thing. It's just yeah. a different lengthening mechanism. It's used, like, uh, have you ever seen it, uh, Socrates? Like, I'm not this gonna, is it clicks? It's not clicks. Um, it has, like, kind of this transponder that, you know, you still put, like, the, uh, you know how, like, you have, like, uh, an iWatch or an Apple Watch and you just like, put it on top of, like, the little the charger? Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's, like, that little charger thing is underneath your skin and you put the little... Um, the outside piece on top of it, and it okay. charge it like it does the distraction okay. that way. So you don't have a big yeah. ERC. You have like no, no, yeah. So it's not magnetic; it's electric. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the motorized electric. So he had the fifth bone. I don't know who implanted it. Uh, you know, it could be like what Mo said, one of the screws, screw heads. Uh, that IT band, the proximal portion, could be rubbing over it. I think that's what the genome patients that I talked to they had that issue. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure, but I would definitely get that looked out. If you haven't had your nail removed, you're at the year mark now. It might be almost time for that. Yeah, I think so. Oh, he says, he says um, right here, I'm at the one year post and fully consolidated and there are no side effects on my bone. So yeah, it might be time to go ahead and get that bad boy out. Those, those bad boys. <laughs> What'd you say, HJ? I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I know some people who had problems with the femur lengtheners because their, um, IT bands would rub against the, the locking screw heads. Mm -hmm. That would cause yep. some like more than discomfort, basically. Absolutely. All right, we have this question from Art. Uh, the internal nails hollow out your bones and marrow. Are there any side effects on your bone long term? I'm guessing. Let's ask LM this. So, LM, how well have you researched this? <laughs> I will say I don't think I've researched this, but I would assume that all your bone marrow would just regenerate after you get your nails out, correct? Yeah, look, when you're an adult, like a lot of the bone marrow is any, it's like this fat anyway, right? So when they ream out your bone, um, that's why they do the venting technique to kind of make sure that you don't get like fat embolism and, you know, any of that. But uh, it usually does regenerate. Um, I don't think that there's actually been a study on it. Like they pulled the patient back because, you know, open somebody up just to see, see what's going on in there. But um, that's what the surgeons have said to on my interviews and stuff. They say it regenerates, it comes back. Um, after the removal, or it does. Well, the nail is in there anyway, so absolutely. Yeah, and Victor, something interesting that I did do research on before I had my surgery is one of my concerns was, you know how your red blood cells are made in uh, your bone marrow for the most mm -hmm. part? So I had concerns like, well, if you're plugging up a big part of two of your femurs with a nail, like how do you produce uh, red blood cells? And I found out that in pediatrics, so kids, they produce red blood cells mostly in their long bones, whereas in adults, yep. it's mostly the hip and spine. So if yeah, you're an yeah, adult, ribs, like, yeah. yeah, it doesn't even matter too much. You're exactly right. Yeah. Like usually it's your pelvis that does it. And uh, you're, you're just getting, you have this fatty, like kind of oil in the middle of your bones. It's just, you know, it's bone marrow. That's what it is. Uh, it's like the yellow bone marrow, not the red uh, bone marrow where the uh, stem cells are synthesized from. So, yep, you're 100% right, DJ Cyborg. <laughs> We got to get you guys to be in hosts. You and Socrates are great hosts. And even Real. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a lot to get on here, but that's great. Um, all right, guys. So do we have any other questions for the, the guys on here? Um, 
Uh, so Viral Dogs is asking, if someone would do leg shortening, does it work in reverse uh, as the nail as well? Uh, yeah, I don't like leg shortening. I think it's you better, you're better off doing limb, limb lengthening unless you absolutely are like, I've heard of a girl who she was like six foot four and she just wanted to kind of go down and she got it done. But like, you got to think like the muscles that are like, when you go down like by a couple inches or whatever it is, those muscles are going to be really lax. They don't have that tautness and that contract contractile strength that they did when they were lengthened or at like, you know, normal tautness. So I think a lot of surgeons, they don't prefer to do that unless the patient really, really wants to, or if it's like to kind of balance a discrepancy that's pretty severe. But um, yeah, so it does work. Um, they don't do it like that. They would actually take out a segment of your bone because you're not growing new tissue, you're just doing it. And then you would let the, uh, the bones heal. So they wouldn't use the nail. They would put a nail in to fixate it. And yes, to kind of keep it stable, but they're not going to like, you know, reverse, you know, because you have hard bone, so they're going to take it out the segment and then you're good. You're not going to like yeah. push the bone down. It's not going anywhere. So, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Take out the steak and then like, yeah, cut it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, real quick. There is a question about the new limb lengthening form. So I'll show you this one. If you guys want to look at it, I don't know what's going on. Does anybody who's watching or anything know who those moderators are or have their email? I think I had Kilocon's email at one point. I don't know if he has any connections to the person who runs the forum. Um, what, like I said earlier, we have the Discord as another community. Um, but if you guys are really adamant about the limb lengthening forum, there is one. I'll share my screen really quickly to show you that. <clears throat> it is, what is it right here? Okay, so it's, he calls it limblengtheningforums.com. Okay, uh, and it says the new Limb Lengthening Forum. Uh, I don't know, he just emailed me, uh, some guy, and he said that he was he realized that the other forum was down, he built this. Uh, these are makeshift forums until the other one comes back, but I think the best way to do this is, you know, you can go to Discord, we have patients in there, Socrates is in there, DJ Cyborg is in there. Um, you know, we have a lot of patients in there. I, I try to go in there as much as possible. I'm going to get better. I promise it's taken me over a month now, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we have the discord. You can click the link in the description. Um, all you have to do is like put in a username. I think that's how it is. And then it lets you join. And then you just got to like press a button and then you get a roll and then just kind of mess around. So, all right, guys, so let's see anything else in here. Uh, oh, this one's for real from Canada. Is there a bank or institution that funds part of the surgery fees or interests or so, or L even LM? Uh, for uh, back here, mm -hmm. I'm like, I think there's a couple. Like, there, in, in Canada, we have uh, there's one for cosmetic, like, I know there was some for uh, uh, you know, breast implants and all that. So, I'm sure that'd be the same one that you'd use. They have a financial thing for, uh, yeah, I know they do they have it in Canada, okay. Yeah, um, have you heard anything? Any, I haven't heard of anything. I'm just gonna self fund it myself. Just cash, no, yeah. It is quite expensive, but yeah. I mean, if they don't, obviously you can look into financial institutions for personal lines of credit and whatnot, or if they have. I was looking at uh, yeah. financing on their properties, right? But cool. but I know there's a, a special one for uh, cosmetic for sure. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember I uh, saw that for. Uh, like I say, you see them uh, lots in like uh, place like cosmetic, like uh, all the other stuff. But, uh, it would be the same thing, I guess. Yeah, so they probably just Google something and find it. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah, there are a schedule for these. I usually try to do them on Thursday evenings. It's just like my better day. Um, <clears throat> and then um, like if 
I know Dr. Kelly said that he's going to put in the first precise max and he's going to give his experience on that when he gets a chance. So for his, for his thing, I usually try to like kind of go along with his schedule because we try to get him when we can. So when he puts in the new nail on Monday, the precise max weight bearing nail, um, I'm going to find out from him when he is able to come on and talk about it. Like, what is the nail like compared to the old precise 2.2? What was the patient able to do right after surgery? Were they able to walk or go to the bathroom without, you know, crutches and walker? And we're going to find out all that from him. So he's the guy who designed the nail. So we'll bring him back on. But besides that, I usually do on Thursdays um, around 6 a, p.m. Yeah. I have a guy from Toronto that he's in Florida right now and waiting for that nail. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's the first one to get it done, actually. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he is. Yeah, or, or yeah. one of them. Yeah, yeah. We, we're talking about the same guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He's in, he, he was in Florida. He called me a few weeks back. He and he's like, "Real, are you sure?" I said, "Yes, man. Do the fucking surgery, <laughs> shadow." <laughs> yeah, but uh, awesome. yeah, he's probably he's probably there. You wouldn't be surprised. I'll shoot him a text. It's probably him getting surgery. It's probably him. Yeah, and I think there's a there's a few others the same day because. Um, he actually knows there's, there's like three other patients that are getting it done. Um, cause I actually talked to that patient. Yeah. I know you're talking about. So, okay. um, awesome. all right guys, I think we have like one or two more questions here. You probably already answered this, but can quadrilateral lengthening happen at the same time? What if on the femur and the tibia, you only want to lengthen a small amount? Yeah. So you can do that. If you're like, let's say, you know, multiple institutions, they do like, you know, one surgery and then a couple weeks later, maybe a month later, they'll do the other surgery and you can lengthen small amounts on both limb segments. And then you can um, even go back a year later, do a little bit more. Uh, and what, what it does, it just allows you to lengthen proportionally and safely if you do a small amount in each segment. You don't want to do like eight and eight all at once or you're going to be bent like a contortionist and not be able to walk. So, you know, so <laughs> it, it'll be a mess. All right. And then uh, this one for Socrates this is a good one. Um, do you have do you do any of y'all feel short compared to the rest while sitting, especially those who start out near five, six, Socrates. I've never felt short while sitting. Okay. okay. I might actually be shorter than people while sitting. Like their head might be a couple inches taller than mine, but that's never given me any grief. Okay. Yeah, uh, you, you were about five, six, right? Yeah, like almost five, seven, five, six, seven. and three quarters. And actually, uh, not really, because I always had a longer torso. So my legs were just kind of short. Because I noticed that when I was like sitting down, I'd be like almost the sitting height is like someone who's like five ten maybe. But but um, but I was still I was a, always a good candidate for like my knee surgery. That's why. Well. So, yeah, sure. Yeah, Mo, you had a. We can't yeah. really do any. There's only spine lengthening surgery possible. Yeah. So yeah, if no, you feel no short in your chair, just get one of those chairs that raises up and. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Tristan A. Victor, I'm considering tibia lengthening. I wanted to know how far you can lengthen safely without a Achilles tendon release. It's going to depend on depend on you. Um, you know, every patient is different, but usually, if you're just starting out, you have normal function, normal like flexibility and everything like that. It's usually between I'd say three and a half to five, five and a half centimeters. More than that, you can do it. Um, it's going to take, obviously, it's going to, it, it might happen. I'm not going to say you can. Um, it, it, it's possible, but like only for certain patients if your body can tolerate it. Also, you should never do a Achilles tendon release. If you lengthen too much where you need it, that means you lengthen too much on the tibias. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
So we're not going to answer that one. We're going to answer this one right here. Just a couple more questions. They're coming in now fast. Uh, meme, me, to voluntarily be, being able to contract muscles near the tibias and causing them to cramp is a sign of muscle tightness before surgery. Um, not necessarily. It just could mean that you have, I mean, it could be, but it, it could be a lot of different factors like mineral, um, electrolyte imbalance. It could be a whole lot of things. Um, so I can't really say it because like sometimes after hard workout and you're depleted, I flex my calves and I get like a cramp. So it happens. So Socrates, you probably know from running. I get cramps today. Because right? <laughs> he's not doing tibias. Okay. And I, I have, one second, let me grab one. This uh, electrolyte stuff from my running days, right? Put this in a cup of water and you're good to go in like five go. minutes. It's just <laughs> electrolyte depletion. That's awesome. All right, guys, uh, let's see. I'm, I know I hate going these over an hour, but I'm trying. I'm trying. They just ask questions. I want to answer everybody's questions. M. Carter saying, is it true if you have bow legs or knees? Uh, I'll have to correct that within the same surgery as tibia lengthening, and I have to do the tibia first in this case. No, so it depends on the angle of deviation, like how bad it is. Sometimes they can fix it all at once, but sometimes they'll do the deformity correction first and then the lengthening later. Um, they're going to it's going to depend on the surgeon's surgical approach, but usually if it's not terrible, they can do both in, in one, one shot. All right. Um, how would you divide up five, eight to five, 11? Anybody want to answer that one? I personally would just do it in the femurs, but that's how best me. Cool. And last one here. Also, can you hide the scars of your surgery? Yeah. Wear pants. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm so bad. I know. That is a <laughs> Go ahead, Rial. My my right leg, like the one I got operated a year ago, and then never got touched again. It's the surge. Like the scars are really minimal now, so it's like it's nothing. They they uh, they hide away, uh, and I didn't treat them. Like I, I massaged them for scar tissue, but I never treated them with the aloe vera or whatever vitamin cream. So yeah, with time they go away, just like everything else, you know. And obviously avoid tanning them, the sun, all that stuff, because it's going to make them more pronounced with the, you know, but that's, yeah, the, the scars will go away slowly, quick. Let the hair grow over them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, he got tattoos around them. He was mm. like, I'm going to, you know, make the best of this. Yeah. But, um, yeah my my sure tattoos so. are full of uh, scars now. So my legs, <laughs> legs they're, they were trying to cut between the boobs and the hands and this and that. <laughs> I think it just it just makes my tattoos look badass. That's it, you know. <laughs> That's funny. All right, yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, go ahead, HJ. Yeah, as far as yeah, they don't go away completely, but they do definitely fade down after like six months. You'll see a you'll see a great improvement, great improvement yeah. away. With the smaller scars, they pretty much fade away, so you so can't tell if it's... You have some bigger scars that that won't really go away, but it will fade down. You can use you know, like scar cream or scar tape to also help help fade it down better as well. Yeah, You know how um, I want to say, like, you know how people try to, like, they don't want to tell people they got surgery, <laughs> and I understand the whole thing. Well, so many people I've told I got this surgery, and it doesn't even go into their head. I see them eight, six months later and stuff. I'm off crutches. So like, oh, so you did good. Surgery went well. Hey, how's that hip? I'm like, you fucking idiot. It was broke two legs. And it's like, <laughs> you know, but people don't even understand that surgery, to be honest. You can tell yeah. them, sit down, tell them, see them in six months, and they'll say, how was that hip surgery? I'm like, that oh, was great. <laughs> wow. You know? So 
we worry for nothing. I promise yeah. you, we worry for nothing. I told people I didn't care. I, my face is everywhere. I don't care. And the uh, the other thing is now I'm getting a lot. Is like, did you lose weight? And I had lost weight, obviously, mm -hmm. but I'm back to 180 some pounds. I'm like at three pounds off from before. But people think, did you lose weight? I'm like, no, I just grew. I like. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Part. We, we, we worry like people doing the surgery stress for nothing that that part is nothing. Don't worry about that part of like, Oh, will they know and this and that I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like, like I say, there's people I told and still they like, they, they think I got a hip surgery. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. No, it's the same thing with me. Like I tore my pec tendon in early uh, 2022 or like right around then. And people say, how's your shoulder? Like, I'm like, yeah, it's the same thing. Like yeah. I, it was my pack. And I know it's like in the same area and I understand what they mean. Or even when I had yeah. my limb length surgery, they're like, how are you? How's your, how was your knee surgery? How's yeah. your knee doing? It's like, it was my freaking yeah. shit, my tibia, you know? So yeah, yeah. they don't remember. Now how's your ankle? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> your ankle. <laughs> That's true. way off. And I uh, took the time to explain it. Now I'm like, I didn't even say it. I was like, whatever. I was like, you know, so how's it? It's good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy yeah it's uh we stress uh, for nothing we worry for nothing man it's it's like uh you know last question just came in this is actually good for Socrates because i think you were just starting okay. to do this last time we were talking it's talking about swimming is it helpful uh what, talk about the swimming and limb length thing so freestyle is is a-okay um the legs are heavy right so you have to kick more you have to like focus on kicking more um, breaststroke and um, elementary backstroke. So backstroke is honestly really, really hard because it's hard to kick as much as you need to. So I don't do backstroke very much. Mm -hmm. um, breaststroke and elementary backstroke, because you're kicking your legs out like like to the side, you have to be really careful and not do too much of that. Sometimes I'll feel the nails. Um, and it's not like problematic, but it's, you want to avoid doing that too much. So okay. I don't kick quite as much. Um, but honestly, for me now, breaststroke is the funnest one because I don't have to worry about my legs dragging. Because when you push forward with your arms, you pull so much weight forward. It's just fantastic. So your legs are, they're dragging, right? Mm -hmm. But it's its not as, it's not as much as breaststroke. So swimming is much, much more um, involved, I would say. Mm -hmm. But it's still yeah. very relaxing. Like it's it's nothing compared to walking, right? Like if I wanted to get a workout, I wouldn't take my walker and walk back and forth in, in like an open area. I would go to the pool. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best form of like kind of cardio and I'd say rehab for non-weight bearing now, you know? So absolutely. Very cool. Great, great answer there. All right, guys. So I think um yeah, so uh, D-Frame, I'm actually going to have a video coming out in that. And just if you heard Rial, he says that he tells people all the time they don't remember. Happy year later. Yeah. Um, and you can come up with any excuse you want. People don't say like Socrates said he got he fell off his motorcycle. And <laughs> I think that's incredible. And I, I literally did have a motorcycle accent. So the timing was just like, <laughs> right. Like, don't do that. I do not recommend that like ever. Please don't fall off your motorcycle on purpose. Right. Hey, Victor, but, but, I, I just... Sorry, I just yeah. have another question here to these sure. guys that are post-op. Yeah. Um, Riel, I know that you probably got your IT band released. Is there any issues with your IT bands? Have they healed up fine as well? Or oh, yeah. yeah. I got them released, and, and they healed nice. They're they're strong. Uh, they're, everything's good. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, they get, they, they, I mean, I know my physio was working on them a lot because that's where they would tighten a lot for me. 
but still, yeah, it's good. You know what, LM, since your surgery is coming up so so soon, go ahead and ask any questions you want. This is really important because your surgery is coming up in a few weeks. Go ahead. And just conceptually, the the uh, IT band release, they just poke holes in it. It's not like they're, you know, tearing it off and your body has to figure out how to deal with it. Like, it's it's going to heal just fine. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, I guess the other question that I had, like I've already kind of, I kind of already know the answer to, but I know the stride nail did have some issues with bone formation just because you're not putting any weight on the actual callus that's supposed to be healing. Obviously, the max is probably going to be the same where they're just going to use an accordion technique if bone's not growing or we don't really know, right? But we just have to go based off the stride. Pretty much. I think so. I think that they, there's just not enough data to kind of give you a real answer. Um, I think that it's not going to be as rigid as the stainless steel stride um i think it's going to be it's it's like look it's made out of precise just a thicker walled precise nail so i think you're going to be having like i said earlier a mix between like the stride and the precise 2.2 it's going to be like falling somewhere in between there, probably closer to the stride because it's significantly thicker from what dr philia said on his presentation but i think it's uh it's enough to give the patient independence during lengthening and not have to worry about you know uh you know implant failure or anything like that I also think that it's going to help with the consolidation because it's, you know, titanium is a little bit more, um, yeah, it's, it's a lighter metal. So I think it's not going to have the issues of stride. I think it's going to be like the, I think this is what they should have done. This is what their their original game plan was. They said, oh, let's try to do cobalt chrome or stainless steel. And they, they wanted to kind of like come up with this big, bad thing. The stride was, but they didn't factor in for the corrosion issue. And you really didn't know because the body fluids and stuff got into those little seepy canals and bad things happened. So. But um, I, yeah, we don't know for sure, Ellen. Cool. Um, all right. So yeah, any other questions, Ellen or Mo? Uh, you're you're healing up, so get us some footage, Rial. You got to get us some footage. That's you guys' homework. Um, I know uh, above tempo, Brett's working on getting some footage. I really need some footage because <laughs> patients ask me all the time, like, what's it like for a patient to re recover? Can they get back to, you know, running and stuff like that? And Mo's apparently working out really good. So, um, and then obviously Socrates is going to get back to his marathons here in the spring. Yeah. HJ stuff. Hey, DJ Cyborg, <laughs> you're here. Yeah, you're recovering. Yeah, he's, he's been recovering extremely well from what I've heard. So talk about your recovery real quick before we go. Yeah, right now it's just it doesn't doesn't even feel like I've ever had anything done at this point. Wow, like it just everything just feels normal. Like I, I don't even feel like I remember about um probably like six seven weeks ago I could still feel like my hips a little bit when I lay on my side for extended periods of time. But now on the right side I don't feel anything at all. Like I can't even feel anything there. It just feels wow. normal. And on the left side, it's only if I fall asleep on my left side and I wake up in the middle of the night after having laying on that side for a few hours, then I can feel the screws a little bit. Gotcha. Okay. Well, you're healing. You're, he's slowly forgetting he even had anything uh, done to him. That's incredible. That's yeah. I had that same feeling at about 16, 18 months. I started to forget I had the surgery done. So it's a, it's a really good feeling. Um, Cool. All right, guys. So that is all we have for today. Um, so just quick updates. Like I said, there I'll, I'll post in the, the, the little new forum link um, after the show's over if you guys want to check it out. But I do think the Discord, I mean, like I said, we have real patients that are actually here right now that are in there. Um, so if you have questions for them, your prospective patient, there's no better way to ask a patient who's actually going through it. Like Socrates is in there. DJ Cyborg has gone through it. Like he just said, he's in there. We have JP. We have a lot of guys in there. So we have a lot of patients in there. You can make 
uh, journals and stuff. It's, it's really good. But if you want the forum, I'll post that below. And I, again, I don't know who's running this new forum. I'm just giving it to you because the other one is out. There's a 503 error. And uh, I will look through my old email, the old Gmail, and see if I can find Kilocon's message and see if he knows anybody who runs that old form and see what's going on, but I can't promise anything. But um, yeah, the other news is just like I said at the beginning is the new Precise Max, weight bearing now from Nuvasiv or Globus Medical, whoever is coming out. Uh, it's, it's it's in the US, it's gonna be implanted on Monday. I know Dr. Pilly said he's doing the first one and we're gonna hopefully have him on to give his experience of what that's like and then tell us how the patient was doing after surgery. So that'll probably happen hopefully sometime next week if not the week after, and if not, we'll do our next live stream sometime next week. So guys, I wanna thank all you guys for coming on. We have DJ Cyborg, Socrates, Height Journey, Real Deal, uh, LM, we had Mo, we had HJ, you know, we said HJ, uh, there's somebody else in there. Uh, Jay, Jay from earlier, the I am Cyborg guy. So appreciate every single one of you guys. And until next time, this is Victor from Cyborg Life, signing out. See you guys next time. Peace. See you guys.